2: Uh, spring training is underway for those of you uh, still in your like football haze like I have been. Like, I mean, it's Franchise Tag Day today, Josh. That is I that mean, too? it's, it's is crazy how the
0: season ends. You get through the season, you win the Super Bowl, and then here we are a week later and it's already Franchise yeah. Tag Day. Now what's next? And that goes for two weeks, right? In the next two weeks, teams will have the opportunity to designate somebody for a franchise tag. Will they designate Chris Jones or they designate LaJarrius Snee? Will they designate nobody, right? And so for the next two weeks we have that, and then all of a sudden it's March, and then you're going well. In two weeks the league year starts. I mean we're less than a month away from the start of the new league but I don't year know on like you. March 17th. I don't know about you, but I feel 18th. like I'm
2: I feel like I'm, I'm I'm emerging, going hey, what what else is there? We found out today Mizzou's 0 for in college yes, basketball. Yeah, Mizzou's 0 and 12 right. in the SEC. Wonderful um, news. The 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 first week of, of baseball reporting is usually kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, last week it wasn't going to be right. right. It, it definitely didn't turn out to be to be that. And, uh, like, spring training baseball starts on Friday? Right. What? Yeah. Royals and Rangers. I like mean, nothing there. screams spring. We're, like, there already? It's crazy.
0: It's amazing how, like, baseball players go down to spring training. They're literally there for, like, 10 minutes, pull on a rubber band that's attached to a, a fence, and then they play games. And then they play, like, 30 of these. Too many, yeah. Too many. 30. 30 of them. 30 of them to get ready for 162. Right. And then if you make the playoff, you got more.
2: Yeah. 30 spring training games, Josh. Correct. Now you don't play in all of them, but still. There's need- still 30 there's of still them. There's still 30 of them, yes. yes. There's a whole, a whole month of them. Right. So um, you need 30 to get ready for 162. If you're a little like me, not all of you are, but I bet you there's a bunch of... That that are they'll be like, Yeah, I'm a ca- become a casual Royals fan, or you might have maybe dialed out last year a mm-hmm. little bit. And I didn't mm-hmm. you know, once they were in the evaluation portion and it wasn't going well, I kinda dipped, you know. I'm like, eh, right. Well, there's other things to to watch or not watch. Um you may be like, Well, what's this team all about? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So we had uh, we had Josh Vernier, our Royals insider on a little bit earlier today. Uh, I, I called the kind of Royals 101. You can check out the the full interview. It was at 7 o'clock hour at 7 uh, at 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. But also came across this from uh, from uh, Royals.com. Three key storylines for the Royals this spring. All right. Okay. Feel like feel like you all need a little refresher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of us do anyway. You're probably in that same camp too, Fesco. Yeah. Um, so the first question, how far can the new additions take them? Well, as far as they can go. Which is interesting because... You see a lot of the win projections, and it's like 71, 72, Mm -hmm. which would put them at, say, 72 and 90. Right. You're like, not great, but they were at, what, 106 last year? But, see, I
0: I know in baseball this matters, but, like, just because you went 106 and 52 or whatever the hell they were a year, ago, 56 and And 102. And you're not running it back then it doesn't matter. Yeah, I give ch- you that. No. You've changed a lot of players you have. on your team, you right? Have. Like, it, it really isn't, hey, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. And I'm talking about guys inside that clubhouse, right? right. Because you have
2: you have a, a you have a group of, of players that were here and then a whole bunch of newbies.
0: To give you a football good. example, and I know it's easier to flip it in football, but Andy Reid took over a 2-14 and 14 team and went 11-5 and five the next year. And at no point during that following season, like when football happens, the season ends and we just dismiss it and we move on. Baseball loves to hold on to records and past and all the nonsense that nobody cares about anymore in 2024. What they did last season is completely irrelevant to what they're going to do this season because of how many faces have changed and how many guys are gone and how many new players are here. Right? Completely irrelevant. Yeah. But but I think think it is, though, because – Are are you telling me that they're going to be the same team or just a skosh better with Michael Watka and Seth Lugo in the rotation compared to whoever the hell they had in the rotation a year ago, right? The bullpen seemingly looks like they can get outs this year compared to last year. They couldn't get anybody out there pouring gasoline on the fire and nobody could hit out of a wet paper bag. But now you got Bobby Wood, who came on to be one of the great young stars in baseball. I'm excited to see Vinny Pasquantino. I think Michael Franco has proven that he can be a, a, a good player. or Michael Garcia has proven he can be a legit player every day. I think you got Hunter Renfro, who's a legit major league bat in your lineup right now. Like, So I look at what happened last year and go, yeah, that really stunk. But I hate when people say, well, if they go and, and win 72, that's a 16-game improvement. That's unheard of in major league baseball. No, it's not. Well, the, Rangers, the Texas Rangers. They did, but they, yeah. they
2: also spent a... Boku amount of money. Yeah. So did the Royals though. So, did the Royals. so yeah. way to ask Vern, can uh, they improve 16 games or maybe the bar should be different?
3: I like that. I think last time we spoke, uh, Bobby mentioned 72 and that sounded right to me. That's a massive jump. But the reason why last year was so atrocious was the pitching. So when you go out and you bring in two guys that look, I'm not going to, Say that Waka or Lugo or any of the relievers that they brought in are the equivalent of James Shields or Wade Davis or or Greg Holland. Uh, And that's fine. Again, we're talking about a 70 to 72 win team. All I really, well, there are a lot of things I wanted out of this offseason, but the main thing I wanted out of this offseason is I didn't want Bobby, Vinny, Massey, and Mike Hell to become losers like Merrifield and Lopez and Dozier and so many in the past have. Uh, And not to knock them, but you show up to the ballpark understanding that we're probably going to lose, expecting to lose, and accepting that you're going to lose. In the previous regimes, as we've talked about, they made sure that didn't happen to Moose and Haas in that summer of, or that offseason going into 2013. Waka, Stratton, Smith, Schreiber, Lugo, all of these pitchers that they brought in, it's going to allow Bobby and Vinny and the rest of these young bats to stand on that first baseline on opening day, And no longer feel the pressure of, if we don't get the job done, we're going to lose. If we don't put up six runs, we're going to lose. Because now we have a pitching staff that's at least going to keep us in the game. Now, it's not, again, a great pitching staff. But if we could scratch across four runs or more, yeah, we got a chance to win. We all remember the four or more statistic from back in the day in 2013 and 2014. Where, man, if this offense could string together some hits, the pitching was good enough to make it hold up. I think you're in that situation. Now, I don't think you have the hitting that you did back in 13 and 14, but you might, and that's what we're excited about.
2: Cool. I think that's that's a great way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the mired in losing, yeah, you can't have your core suffer much more of that. It's just it's too hard to overcome. It is, yeah. You,
0: you've you got to get these guys the ability to know what winning feels like at the big league level. And, and I think – You know, last year was an evaluation season for the Royals. This year, if you want to put like a slogan or a term on it, I think Vern kind of hit on it. Don't be losers. And there were many years where there were too many guys that walked around this organization that just became losers because of the environment that was here and never knew what winning was like and never had that experience of winning. Well, you're bringing in Michael Waka, who's won in, in Major League Baseball, obviously with the Cardinals and with the Padres. Same with Lugo. Had the opportunity to be part of an organization you know, that went to the postseason. Hunter Renfro has been a part of numerous teams that have won over the years. And so you start to bring in those guys that have that ability and understanding of what it takes to win at the big league level, but also what it feels like to win at the big league level. And they're not going to sit by and allow a team to go 56-106 and or whatever it is because they're not used to that and they're not going to stand for that. And and they're going to start holding some people accountable. And so I think it was very important to not allow this group of young players to go more than just that one season being losers. Now the expectation is, is out there for you to go out and win some baseball games. And you can say to your players inside that locker room, hey, we went out and we improved this roster, right? We're not running it back with the same guys. We went out there and got rid of the dead weight, brought in new players, and now you have the opportunity to win. Go do it. So the expectation has been
2: set by ownership. Uh JJ Piccolo dropped by with uh with Cody and Gold uh, recently discussed the motivation as well from across the uh, the parking lot seeing the Chiefs win well mm-hmm. we know that it worked in reverse before now we're going to send it back the other direction.
4: Yeah, I, I don't look at it as pressure. I I look at it as motivation. You know, unfortunately a lot of our front office was here in 14 and 15 and we saw it. We we lived it firsthand. Like we know yeah what it's like and the good part right now with the chiefs winning i mean i think it's fabulous for the city if we can have two teams at the highest level you know the major leagues in the nfl and in the world series and in the super bowl that would be awesome uh, but the nice thing right now like our players go to the chiefs games and they see the, the the fandomness there and you know they love it and they they thrive on it And they'll talk about hey we need to scrap that crowd over here and you know Those of us who have seen it say, trust me, they'll be here. You know, (laughs) they'll be here. You guys win, they'll be here. So I think it's more motivation than pressure. uh, And I think it's exciting for the city. You always want good things to happen for this city. Okay. Mm -hmm.
2: All right. Motivation, pressure, whatever you want to call it. It's all right, on. let's go. Let's go. Let's do this thing, right? Looks and like it, fun over there. Let's have some of that fun over here. And I like how,
0: how, you know, we hear from JJ kind of reversing what the Chiefs did with the Royals back in the day. And we we've well documented that, how the Royals were the the, uh, the blueprint that the Chiefs looked at and said, hey, if they can do that over there, why can't we do that over here? So they went out and got Mahomes. We went out and got Bobby Witt. It's going to take a little bit longer in baseball to flip the switch than it did in, in football, but that's the right mindset to have. Hey, man, you know they're our inspiration right now. They, we were their inspiration 10 years ago, so let's reverse it and see what's going on over there. We want to do that over here. Go out there and win some games.
2: Now, this is
0: how
1: you make your pro debut. We'll get
2: to it next. Call from mom.
0: Answer it
2: What a way to win over your fan base. I give you Matt Rempe. Probably don't know the name. I like the fact that you were dialed into the NHL this weekend too. Okay. I bet they sold a ton of this cat's jerseys. New York Rangers rookie forward making his NHL debut in the outdoor game at MetLife Stadium anticipation building this youngster is going to get in the mix in this game yep his first shift the puck hasn't even dropped yet and he's throwing haymakers nhl debut hello wow a fight before they even drop the puck first time on the ice of the national hockey league and he is squaring off with matt martin And he is a big man, the 21 year old is 6'7", 241 pounds. Okay, that's enough. Not often that Martin's giving up that much size. Just looking around,
3: he couldn't believe he was making his debut. He said, this is so great. And now, as you mentioned, the puck barely hits the ice. He's ice in his hand. He's five minutes on the board. That's
0: awesome. It's fantastic. He it was sitting great. in the yeah. penalty
3: box
2: with ice on his fingertips, <laughs> on his on his knuckles because he <laughs> threw down before he ever skated a minute. That is awesome. There were a lot of good fights hey, in the NHL this weekend. Here's your debut. I'm here. It was
0: where, a good looking fight too. Where else are you going to have the opportunity to become a legend overnight?
2: Right? You don't you, think you, there's a Ranger fan it's not like just Completely stoked, right? It's it's
0: Islanders Rangers. First of all. So it's a big rivalry game. It's an outdoor game. It's on national TV. The giants and jet players were in attendance There's 75,000 people at the game. Everybody watching at home holiday weekend. And this is the way you endear yourself to the Ranger crowd. It's unbelievable. And, and and that Ranger crowd loved that up. And the fact that he's six foot seven without the the uh the hockey skates too yeah. tells you how big a dude this guy is. But he didn't care, man. He's 21 years old and he didn't know
2: what he didn't know. And he just went out there and waylaid that guy. <laughs> the quotes afterwards are great too, because apparently it was agreed to. Like literally, they were in on it too. Mm-hmm. Rep, came in here and provided exactly what we needed him to do. Rangers coach, Peter Lavalette said kudos to Martin, the guy he fought for giving him the first one up here. It was a heck of a fight of a <laughs> memorable day for him dropping the gloves of the player. That's real tough customer.
0: Yeah, he didn't care, man. That toughens your entire team up, right? That toughens your entire team up and, and the Islanders got out to an early lead and then all of a sudden the Rangers came back and just owned that game at the end. And to see this guy kind of set that tone early on, bloody somebody's face early on in this game, yeah. that's the way you do it. You go, that guy's 21. He just kicked the crap out of some dude. I better elevate or my. Or at least just
2: willing to fight. Like, I don't know how you're not a fan of that team and going out and buying a Jersey like yeah, right now.
0: Right. That's so great.
2: <laughs> All I can think of too. There was an old Saturday night live bit. It was, I a,
0: mean, look at the celebration. He looks oh, like big bird in the oh, I know. celebration. He's, gi- he's, right?
2: he's just giant for yeah. a hockey player. There was an old Saturday night live bit though. Was, it was a, it was a bud light ad and it was, you know, bring out your best It doesn't translate That's to Helms. radio. It doesn't translate to radio as well. But I remember that cause I looked it up because I was like, this reminds me of that. Cause there's a fight in this commercial before they ever, before they ever play, uh-huh. and uh, it's the two guys squaring off at center ice. You know, I'm going to go up against him. I can't wait. Blah blah blah. And then, then right before they drop the puck, and one guy goes, "I can't believe he slept with my wife." And they drop the puck, and he <laughs> chucks him across <laughs> the face with a stick. And then it's just it's just on, and they're yeah. fighting. And then at the end, they're they're laughing with no teeth, drinking Bud Light. That's I mean, it was perfect. That's like it was like, a per- it was like a perfect spot. That's all I could think of here was like they didn't even drop the puck, and he's like, "Oh, I'm fighting that guy." Right. And this is how I'm going to start my NHL career. It was fantastic,
0: but it was also a great game. Did did you stick with it the the entire time? I mean, the, the Rangers are down too with like four minutes to go and they start pulling their goalie and they end up winning the game in overtime. Like it was an unbelievable comeback. It was a great game. It was a great weekend for the NHL. And I was kind of thinking out loud a little bit on, on Twitter the other day. I would give anything to have an NHL franchise in Kansas city. I love the sport. The more that I watch it, the more that I love hockey, but how cool would it be if the St. Louis blues decided to stage a game at Arrowhead? Like what if you brought the blues and wild and played that game in Kansas city at Arrowhead, you want to talk about it doesn't matter that you're growing the game. (laughs) Yeah, I know you wouldn't go see an NHL game at Arrowhead. Yeah, I probably would. You would, of course you would. You'd be out there for that. It's an event. You're going to go watch the world cup. That ain't your team. True.
2: True. Okay. I'm going to watch Paraguay and Trinidad and Tobago. Right. And You're going to go watch the hell that. Playing.
0: What the hell do I care about that? I don't know who those teams are, <laughs> but I'm going to go because it's true. an event. Yeah. If the Blues were hosting a game here, yeah. Yeah. it'd be $75,000. and it would be, be, be great, be man. Fun. From the 6 0 growing the game, I bet it would help baseball too. Hell yeah. Before every baseball game, the first guy up had a square around and fight the starter.
2: <laughs> like a real fight? Let's go. Yeah. Would you remember the guy that you know singled in his first at bat in his major league debut, or one that had you know the tower buzz and then went out to the mound and kicked the pitcher's ass? it. Yeah, let's you, do that. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, baseball could use a good fight. Not this where the bullpen wobbles in. They put down their mayonnaise and
2: cigarettes and come in. Take it from Incarnate Word and that other team.
0: Oh, the Corpus
2: Christi, Texas A&M. Yeah. 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 When those two teams get together, you throw the records out. That was a pretty good fight. That was a good College college basketball fight. There were as many people on the floor as there were in the stands.
0: I think there were more on the floor
2: than there were in the stands. (laughs) Quite (laughs) possibly. Very odd game to, to square up at, but.
0: You know. Yeah, you know. but those are rivals. I mean, those are, you know, incarnate word is San Antonio. Corpus Christi is based probably in Houston. I don't know. Um, and so those two teams squared off and, you know, wanted to fight. Hmm. Did Corpus
2: have a team and Christi had a team and then they, they merged. merged the cities. Yeah, they, they, the, they, they merged. decided they couldn't have one team together. Yeah, we well, they could have cost teams? savings. And so they saved it. And so yeah. like there's but there's kids bust from the Christi, right? Over, Over to the Corpus. Corpus. Yeah, that's how it works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, right. they
0: they merged the schools. It was getting too much. Schools weren't <laughs> big enough.
2: Uh, so this from the, uh, the, the quarterback carousel, the Vikings aren't willing to give Kurt Cousins a fully guaranteed contract. I can't believe this. This is a
0: stunner. You got swindled once. You're not going to go back and get swindled again?
2: So you remember when he did this the first time, everyone went, whoa. Yeah. You gave him a fully guaranteed contract? Are you crazy? So it started with a three-year deal, and then extensions ended up taking to a six-year deal, but it was all guaranteed. Oh, yeah. He had fully guaranteed money his entire mm-hmm. uh, tenure there. The Vikings were like, yeah, we're not doing this again.
0: Well, that's a smart move by the Vikings. Nobody in the NFL should get a fully guaranteed contract. They're too dangerous. The league's too violent.
2: Good Even quarterbacks. Like, good you know? for Kirk Cousins that he got it. Like, more power to him. But I don't blame the Vikings this time. Like, nah, we yeah probably like to have you back, but we're moving on. We're not think, doing this again. I
0: think the Vikings have gotten new general manager since then and a new head coach since then, and they're probably going. Yeah, this is why the other guys were fired. Yeah, not that Kirk Cousins was a bad quarterback. I thought he was a very good quarterback. The Vikings could do a lot worse. Just look to Chicago at their quarterback situation, right? Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Kirk Cousins is going to get work. He may not get a fully guaranteed contract for anyone, but I still think he's going to be in high demand in a couple of weeks when free agency starts. Yes. Like, should it, be. like if you're should Atlanta, be. you're basically a quarterback away from winning that division, man. Could he go back to Washington? There's talk of that, Maybe. right? Completely different franchise now, though. New yeah, owner, yeah, new yeah, coach, yeah. the totally different. Is different. But yeah. fan base is the same.
2: So, you know. There's that. But, mm-hmm. but, yeah, you're not fully guaranteed. He got his last fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. <laughs> but good for him for getting that because he did kind of do something unprecedented and he got a team to to, to bank on
0: mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we but thought this that go was, around to be a little tough. I think we thought that was going to be kind of a the precedent, the norm. And
2: no, but nobody else. Except did, for yeah. stupid Cleveland.
0: Well, they're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland's yeah. dumb. Yeah. But they everybody, don't
2: count. For the most part, it stayed away from that. So, yeah, where will Kirk Cousins end up? You liked it for Atlanta when they were talking about Belichick. Belichick, Yeah,
0: but I still like it for Raheem Morris. I mean, they still need a quarterback on that squad. Who do they have?
2: Uh, Desmond Ritter. Who do they have at quarterback?
4: Kyle Pitts, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I always hear the Kyle Pitts like the Chiefs should still take him off their hand because they're wasting
4: Kyle Pitts. He should come
2: be a tight end here. Uh, but yeah, that's a winnable division. You 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 do all those things. You can you can afford to probably stopgap if you're them, mm-hmm. right? It's a winnable division. It's not your long term guy, but he's your he's your until you get the next guy guy. I, I guess like semantics
0: there, but I don't consider Kirk Cousins a stopgap quarterback. I consider him a guy that you well, can win with. But I understand why he's considered. He's that. Thirty five. Yeah. He's
2: never really gotten over the hump, but but also based on just that Netflix series alone, I'd want him. Tutoring my next guy, and he probably would do it. Absolutely, he's like your Alex Smith. That's a great call by you. You come and you you watch everything he puts into getting his body ready for. Like, here's how you take care of yourself, and here's how you get ready, and will that, uh, will the next team give him the full Tuesdays off too? Remember, we had that in Minnesota too, where he's like, "Yeah, Yeah. I don't work on Tuesday. Right, I don't come in." And they always say players stay off, but players, you know, they show up. They show up and and they do stuff. He's like, "Nope. Nope. I don't work, be there. I don't work Tuesdays. I don't know if somebody's going to give him that, that great of a deal again or not." Yeah. Well, he do you want
0: do you want a good quarterback? And and look, he's a good quarterback. He's a very, very good quarterback, right? Yeah. I th- I think Kirk Cousins is one of the more underrated players in the NFL. He's really good. Is he Patrick Mahomes? No. But nobody is. And so, are you looking to move your organization forward? Yeah, Kirk Cousins is the answer. He is the Alex Smith, I think. Of this year's quarterbacks, right? Go get that guy, then draft your guy and have Kirk Cousins
2: there think, to be that mentor. I think he'd be a good good one. And I think also, he'd be right. willing to do it too. He would also uh show you how to save Coles cash. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. You'd have all your money at the end of your contract if you follow Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I, I got a question. Would you say Kirk Cousins is better right now than uh Dak Prescott? Well, I'm not you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, he's not a Dak right. liker, but I don't in terms of talent and youth and whatever, no. No. I probably wouldn't. Take him over that, no. No. Because I would say like take you could take Kirk Cousins. We I said commanders for uh Russell Wilson. You put Kirk Cousins with the commanders, you draft a quarterback, then there's a perfect hindsight move right there.
0: No, I, I think that's the way to go. I think you treat Kirk Cousins like you're Alex Smith.
2: Yeah. And you might not get that guy in this draft either. Maybe it's next draft. Maybe, you know.
0: But that seems to me more important why you bring him back to Minnesota too. Because the Vikings know who he is. He knows who you are as a franchise. And who you you got. And and you you got nobody to turn it over to, right? So go draft your guy this year and then let him learn under Kirk Cousins. That's what the Vikings should do. Like, I think the Vikings are making a major mistake if they let Kirk Cousins go. And it doesn't sound like they want to let him go. They just don't want to give him a fully guaranteed deal, which I completely understand. I don't think anybody in the NFL should ever get a completely guaranteed deal. I think it's a horrible, horrible business decision and screws your franchise. Because now you're looking at these dopes in Cleveland who who signed this creeper to a, a you know a fully guaranteed contract and they find a the guy was playing soccer with his kid on Saturday take him to the playoffs
2: still kind of an amazing run right yeah and then you have to go back to the guy who you paid because you paid him right right so the Vikings just look at the Vikings depth chart real quick I think it's Nick Mullins right is he still the back up there yeah Nick Mullins Josh Dobbs ain't gonna be there right No. and that Jaron Hall played for a second too didn't he fourth guy yeah, wasn't jaron hall a defensive yeah. tackle for the chiefs but uh, jaron hall i don't know wasn't don't
0: there jaron was jaron reed the guy who blew up the toilet correct okay
2: yes totally different guy completely different guy yeah, yeah. so the vikings don't have a future there
0: jaron hall's a quarterback in the nfl yeah, yeah. i've never heard of him yeah. have you heard of him
2: before today yeah because i think he played last year if i'm not mistaken yeah. I, think he, I think he did play at the, at the end of the year Yeah, he when played they doing... the week before they actually officially got dobbs and it was it was bad. Yeah, BYU quarterback. Yeah, I, I think yeah I think he played before when they had the revolving door after he got injured. Who's your
0: favorite random quarterback of all time? Because Jaron Hall is on that list. <laughs> well, you won't, Jaren. you won't remember Jaron You
2: no. won't remember Jaron Hall. I will remember Sage
0: Rosenfels. So, it's a good you know, one.
2: You know, yeah, maybe because he was an Iowa Stater. I do remember. Maybe, that. Maybe yeah. Uh,
0: he uh, but he played a while
2: in the yeah. NFL, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I I have a soft spot for Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, but I don't think he's a random guy. He's played for every team. Yeah, but he's never really played <laughs> decent. You he's know. never nice. He's never played a lot, though. But I always yeah. said us off by like, oh, that's cool. He just kind of just bounces around and thinks he's gonna get it. <laughs> thinks he's gonna get a shot the next place, and something weird happens, and he doesn't. Yeah, he goes about his day, and now he's retired to coach high school football. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's what he's going to do yeah. down in Miami, right? Yeah. Tyrod, I think that's what he said, yeah. I, I think, I'm just trying to think of, like, random quarterback. I, I don't know who would be on my list of, like, random NFL quarterback. Mm. Damon mm. Heward is on that list probably. Ricky Stanzi <laughs> you know, has to probably make that list, right? I mean, that guy was random as they get.
2: But not random enough because he didn't travel around everywhere. No. I mean, Chase Daniel might be that for some people, too. I mean,
0: Yeah, Chase traveled around. What about, like, Danny White? Remember him with the Dallas Cowboys
2: back in the day? Yeah. He could punt and kick. All right. Punt and play quarterback.
0: Did he punt, too? Yes. Oh, all right. Yeah. Ron Jaworski, another rando. He played for everybody under yeah. this sun. Nathan
2: Peterman's a good one. That's a good That's one. That's a really yeah. good one, too. Babe Loffenberg. Yeah. In the late 80s, yeah. Cooper He's still Rush. there, right? Cooper Rush is in that same Babe Laufenberg category, I think, in Dallas, he's like the infamous backup, right? Yeah, Babe Laufenberg is loved in Dallas. He's, I think he does a, a radio guy down well, there. I think he's the analyst, I yeah. believe, for the uh, for the uh, the Cowboys Network. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Tyler Thigpen will always live in infamy yeah. in this town. That's for sure.
0: Kendall Hinton, that's a random that one, right there random. too. I like it. That's very random. Yeah, very random. Nathan Peterman played for Buffalo, right? Yes. Yeah, and
2: some others. Yes? Yeah, no. probably. Or was he always there? This kept going to him. Gary Hogaboom. Thank oh, you very that's
0: much. That's a nice one right Three, there. Eight, one, Gary Hogaboom yeah. Who was the guy that the Jets had that was random? Played for the Packers for a while. Then played like a hot minute for the Jets and got hurt right away. Packers to Jets. Can't think of that guy's name. Ate like seeds and rubbed mud all over his face with blue cantrell. Was that random guy?
2: <laughs> goes on that show i McAfee. thought you were looking for a serious name and you wanted aaron Rodgers. i can't believe it uh one publication says he's the logical fit i would agree next Someone did point out in the text line, 913-586-7610, the Jays Southland Toast Service text line, that uh, it was Teddy Bridgewater that's going to coach high school football, not Tyrod Taylor. You might be right. Yeah, I think Tyrod Taylor might still be playing. Teddy was the one I said, don't retire. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah, yeah. show your hand that, yeah, he was like going to go. and Well, he was the one that wore gloves, right, Bridgewater?
0: Uh, yeah, he did. yeah, he did. Tyrod Taylor was the one who got the shot in the ribs by Correct. the quack doctor Correct. in San Diego now tells everybody he's an expert on things, but he's been past,
2: the doctor that is. Yeah. Yeah. But he's been passed around. Never really got a chance. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Just retired. I said, don't retire. Someone will pay you. Yeah. Like he, he announced, he's like, I'm out and I'm going to go coach high school football.
0: Well, like, look, he's well, going to do something cool. Yeah. Like he's I mean, job, I don't blame him at know? all.
2: It's cool. It's fun. But it's like, don't don't ever just don't say never. Right. Like, and then he's
0: gonna start dealing with you know a bunch of Karen's and go Some, back to the NFL.
2: Somebody may give you a call, so don't don't ever close that door, just in case. What do you think's
0: harder? Reading NFL defenses or dealing with moms? Oh boy, it's tough. And then sometimes dads at the high school level too, right? Oh, you, yeah. you know the dads. Yeah, get those that I'm talking guys off about. the fence. The guys that are either a on the fence watching or the standing game on the track, standing on the track, yeah. or in the top row of the bleachers, yeah. and they're all muttering about the defensive scheme that's being run. Yes, yes. I hear it at seventh grade boys' basketball that's games. Terrible, Josh. I know. I'm here to watch my daughter cheerlead. I don't need a breakdown of the coach not
2: playing the right defense. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Cause there's plenty of opportunities to go coach, go do it,
0: go do it, go do it. Yeah. And go be a ref too. If you're going to complain about the officiating, put on those stripes and those, uh, you know, those polyester pants and you get yeah. your ass out there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I saw, I totally off subject, but I, I saw this at a, at a, business, uh, just yesterday. It doesn't, doesn't matter what business, but it, it said, you know, uh, we are, we are a bit short staffed, please. Uh, uh, we we're sorry for any potential weight. Please be patient. And if you aren't patient, feel free to grab an application. Oh, I thought that was, I thought that I thought was that, good. Thought that was yeah. pretty good. Like, <laughs> if you're not willing to be patient, we got, a job. Yeah, we, we need some help. We, 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 need some, we need some help. I feel like that's safer. Like, well, that's outstanding. Coaching I love and refereeing that. Yeah. probably these days. All right. So, so did you grab an application? I did not. No? I did not. I was very patient. I didn't need an application. But um, CBS wrote a little piece yesterday. Mike Evans landing spots. Five logical suitors. Have you not
0: seen Mike Evans linked to the Chiefs by somebody like oh, yeah. everybody's yeah. saying yeah. Mike Evans to yeah. the Chiefs?
2: Yeah. Rookie Rashi Rice emerged as an explosive downfield target for Patrick Mahomes late in the Chiefs latest Super Bowl run, but for much of 2023, the team struggled to field a reliable wide receiver core, occasionally appearing to miss the electrifying pop of past stars. In KC, a proven number one like Evans would be a seamless fit. Evans, meanwhile, we get a chance to go out with a perennial contender. It's so logical. It's so perfect. It's not going to happen. No, it's just not, (laughs) is it? But yeah, I'm like, I just clicked on that one just to make sure the Chiefs were on that list because I'm like, yes, it's a logical fit. It's like. It doesn't matter what free agent you pick. Probably the pay, but whatever.
0: Well, but it doesn't matter like what free agent you're even talking about. Like everybody's got different places for all these guys to end up. But everybody's saying the perfect fit for Mike Evans is Kansas City. And it really is the perfect fit for Mike Evans to come here to Kansas City.
2: But his list. Do I need to go down there and talk to him? (laughs) His, uh, well, not his list, but this list was all AFC teams, though. Which was kind of interesting, too. Ravens, Bengals, Texans, Colts. Where are the... As the
0: Bengals are built right now, are they expecting to lose T. Higgins? Are they expecting to lose Jamar Chase in the near future? Like,
2: that seems like an awfully crowded wide receiver group. Well, and if you don't, nobody's going to be happy. Maybe you'd, if you don't franchise T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd's gone, right? Yeah. So you got Jamar Chase and. Fair point. If, if, if you know the Bucks aren't going to franchise tag and you're not interested in franchise tagging
0: and if you're the Bengals Maybe. is the franchise tag worth it for T Higgins I think it's worth it to play defense from other teams but you know how franchise tags ultimately go right not good nobody's ever happy with the franchise no. tag No. do deals get done it doesn't seem like it anymore and, that, and, and that's my perception right I don't know what reality is I don't care uh, but my perception is like anytime now you tag a guy it ends ugly
2: or you cave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you end up paying that. But like
0: right? with, with T. Higgins, we 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 like T. Higgins, right? And I, I feel like sometimes we're speaking out of both sides of our mouth when we talk about these conversations. We like T. Higgins. We would love to have T. Higgins here. But if you're counting on T. Higgins to come here and be the number one, are you doing it the right way too? Now, if you've got T. Higgins and Mike Evans here in Kansas City, well, okay, T. Higgins can be the number two. Mike Evans can be the number one. Rushy Rice can learn some more.
2: Yeah. Do I want – Uh, Rashi rice learning from, uh, Mike Evans. What a mentor he would be. What a great, just guy, you know, just a whole package. Yeah. I would, I would say, yes, that's, that's the type T Higgins who has to come and kind of prove himself again. Yeah. Not saying he was headed down, but he did have a little bit of a down year. He was injured, whatever, Mm -hmm. but he has to come here now with the expectation to be the, oh, we're going to raise your game by now raising your profile and your pay. You've come here as a free agent. That's a little different. Mike yeah. Evans knows who he is, right? He's the guy. Yeah, he's I'm gonna, Mike Evans. He's I've gonna been in walk in has got cred like that. Yep. Ross Rice going, what can I learn? Be awesome. That's the guy. Throw on Bond is who can play. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It's a good analogy. I yeah, like that yeah. analogy a lot. I, I, I would, I of of all the names that are out there, that's the one I'd be most comfortable going. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we got a locker for you. It's right by him. Because I think Rashi Rice could probably benefit from a real veteran inside that wide receiver room, you know, a a
0: real productive veteran. I don't know what kind of mentor or leader or anything like that MVS was, right? But I know what kind of guy Mike Evans is. He'd be an unbelievable fit here,
2: like the perfect player in free agency. Go get him, Brett. Yeah, so I, I like it a lot. Why do you want to go to the Colts? Why do you want to take a chance on the Texans? Or the Bengals, or have so much pressure on yourself to be a Raven. Mm-hmm. Come here, Kansas City. It's pretty easy. Pressure on yourself to be a Raven. Well, oh, yeah. If you go in there, if he goes in there, he's got a. You know, they're they've had that elusive look for a. Yeah. Somebody could truly take the pressure off Lamar Jackson by giving him a reliable target. Blah 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 blah. You know, that seemingly mm-hmm. endless search, that's like a power hitting corner outfielder. Didn't they
0: have that guy this year and he fumbled at the goal line?
2: Yeah. Well. Or or an overpaid OBJ. I mean, yeah.
0: Did you look at his numbers this year? Yikes. He had like four catches. <laughs> it's like Aaron Rodgers may have done more this year than OBJ did.
2: Was it wasn't four, was it? It was, was a very
0: bad? small number. It wasn't a lot. It was like fourteen maybe. I it wasn't was a it? lot. Yeah, it was a 35. Man, I knew whatever. he
2: was like 500 yards. Yeah. 565 yards and three touchdowns. For
0: like $85 million they paid him for one year. That's why you don't sign guys like that. Oh, but Odell Beckham Jr. Blew out his knee and just hasn't been the same. One for 15. Just hasn't been the same. Once you blow out that knee, man, forget about it. Especially at the wide receiver position.
2: So Remember that one? Would you say 565 and three scores? Yeah. I mean, you take that or Rashi Rice.
0: You take Rashi Rice right now over that.
2: A God, lot less sorry. money. I, I misremembered. I was like, MVS had better numbers than that. No, never mind. He didn't. Um, no, he did But it was $5 million less. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what were MVS's final numbers?
2: Just regular season. Yeah. was 21 catches. Oh, my. 315 yards and one tug. Oh, my. Maybe anyway, I was looking at his numbers. Eight, eight catches, 128 yards, and a touchdown in the postseason. That's fine. We won a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, I'm saying eight for 128 and a touchdown. Okay, I'll take that's that. It's a good game. It's a good. good.
0: That's a good postseason. Yeah, that's Travis on a Tuesday. Yeah,
2: that was his postseason. Three
0: hundred and fifteen 15 yards and a touchdown. Well, I tell you, regular season don't matter, right? I know. Proof right there. Regular MVS. Like I don't have time for this. I'll see you in January. No, 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 and no. So next year, when he's doing Uh, nothing in the regular season,
2: just remember. No.
0: January is what matters.
2: He's got the locker next to Rashi Rice, too. I've already given that to Mike Evans.
0: From the text line, do we not think Rashi Rice can be the number one? He had almost 1,000 yards in his first
2: year. That's what we're saying. Yeah. No. He he can be. So that's, that's my question for the Chiefs then as well. Do you need a number one? Or would you like a number one, or do you find that next guy to run alongside him and be the two? I haven't heard anything draft another, about the wide receivers in days. Do you draft another? Do you draft another wide receiver and partner him with Rashi Rice? I think you
0: draft one. and well, I still think you free agent. Warren. Yeah, I, think I still think do. you do. But you
2: don't. To, I don't. I think Rashi Rice's emergence doesn't require you to break the bank. Like you gotta have it. Like it looked like midseason. Correct. Like you just gotta do it. Whatever it is, whoever's there, you gotta pay him. No, you go, hey, Mike, got a locker next to Rashi here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out in the end of your career with a couple of opportunities for the titles. Multiple. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Two, three years in you? Two? The problem is that wide
0: receiver group is empty right now. You've got Rashi Rice. A year ago, like, how are you going to get all these guys on the field? Now we're like, you got Rashi Rice, and
2: that's about it. Like, I'm not bringing
0: Hardman back.
2: No, no, I'm out on Hardman. I'm out on MVS. I'm out on Kadarius. I'm bringing back Sky because it's year three. Because it's year three, right? Right. Show me something, right? And then yeah, the the rest of it's up for grabs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm 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 doing a clean
0: sweep of that wide receiver room. Sky more because and Rashi Rice because he's a legit player. Other than that, I'm look a help wanted sign is out front.
2: Speaking of bad deals, this guy's from Dove Kleiman. Do we still know if he's real? I don't know. I don't know. He's he's got a nice cartoon character about him that does stuff, writes stuff about the NFL. Von Miller made $14.9 million this past season. Zero sacks. Five tackles. Millie was hurt. In 14 games, he made. $2.98 million a tackle.
0: Yikes. I love
2: stories like that.
0: You know, when a guy gets paid big money and then you break it down. He
2: came back and he was like zero impact.
0: That's why you don't sign old players, Josh. I know people don't like to hear that. They get mad at me when I say don't sign this guy. He's over 30. But. It proves itself every single
2: time. They have the this is the year. Actually, no, next year's the year. Potential outs not until twenty twenty five of this contract, according to SpotRack. That's next year. He's got a thirty two million dollar cap hit this year. That's a good one. That's why and you then don't get into he's got these contracts. Four years remaining. Four years remaining on a con on his contract. Look, man, the last year of which pays him twenty nine, almost thirty million dollars just in salary. It's Yikes. why you don't go
0: out there and sign these guys. You got to use your head, that
2: not your looked, heart. That one not look good for a season.
0: <laughs> then season two, not so good. Not so good. Yeah. But again, he got hurt. He's coming off the injury. The whole situation. He's old. It's a bad deal. A yeah, bad deal. So we'll see
2: if anybody gets franchised today. If you missed any of the show today... Uh, Vern dropped by Josh Vernier, a Royals insider. I called it Royals 101. Kind of gave us mm-hmm. the, uh, here's what to expect. Here's, you know, we're all learning about this new team together. Uh, you can check that out. That was a seven o'clock hour. Also, uh, Carrington Harrison, the drive dropped by to tell us why he, he didn't tell us previously that the Missouri Tigers are 0-12 in the SEC. Yeah. Heading into a huge matchup tonight with number five, Tennessee. Huge game. Just keep doing what you're doing. Where are you I think watching, in time? <laughs> I'm not. Oh. I'm not It's going to make sure they lose now. Yeah. You got to keep it going at this point. Why? Why? Why win? At this Who's point? investing into that? I mean, oh, and 12. God. Cancel the rest of the season. No, you got to play it out. <laughs> Oof. Uh So if you missed any of the show today. Catch up anytime. 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can download it for uh, free. Listen on the go. Catch up on the podcast. All that good stuff on the Odyssey app. That'll do it for us. Cody and Gold are next on 610 Sports Radio. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates.
3: The Midwest League home run leader.
2: And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
1: Deep left field, it's going to go! Alvarez